0: Everyone and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boyle, and this week on the show, we're chatting about mobility or strength. Which one do you need more? Now, being a Pilates instructor, one of the things that drew me to the Pilates method is the fact that we worked on both mobility and strength in the same exercise. It wasn't like, you know, back in my dancing days, we did stretches and then we did exercises and it was broken down. Pilates is fantastic because we combine both in the exercise and we can flip the focus of the exercise to the strength component of the exercise or the mobility component, depending on what equipment we're using, if we want to increase spring load. So it's really achievable for whatever body you're working with. So that is one of the things I love about Pilates. But back from my dancing days, you know, we really focused on mobility or I did, you know, I always wanted to be able to do the splits and do a back bend and a walkover. So constantly, majority of my training was on mobility and flexibility work. And I honestly believe not enough of it was done on strength work, which is probably why I tore the meniscus in my knee at 16. Now, in saying that, as part of my dancing, you know, you're doing dance classes hour after hour, so you are building strength in the muscles that you're using, but we didn't do any cross training, you know, we didn't do any loading with weights or plyometric work and really trying to build strength and stability, but in various ways in our body. It was just dancing over and over. And I played tennis as a, you know, kid, I ran, I've cycled, I did other things. But I think if we'd done some specific, you know, weight training and resistance work, then maybe my chances of injuries may have been reduced. And I think they have, you know, explored that a lot more with kids, with sport, and they are adding in resistance work a lot younger. And probably more so with boys than girls. And I think that's where there may be, you know, a gap there and adding in more strength work for girls is really important. But exploring whether or not mobility or strength is more important, which one is? I think this is a question that needs to be answered by the individual because everybody is different. Now, when we talk about mobility, what we're really referring to is functionality of a joint. So mobility work is talking about joint movement and range, as well as muscle and fascia and connective tissue. So it is the joint, but it's also the tissue and the muscle that we have around the joint. They're all important. They're all connected. Now, fascia is the sheath Over the muscle, okay? The connective tissue are the tendons and the ligaments that are connecting the muscles to the bone. And then the muscle is, you know, the muscle, and we have the bones. So They all work together in their different ways and they're all very important. Now, we can do different mobility work to target these different areas. So, we can do a stretch to target a muscle or that will again release some of the fascia But we can also use a massage ball, which will target the fascia more. It'll be more effective than holding a static stretch. So it really depends what our outcome wants to be from the mobility work and adding in a combination of working through the joint range. So, you know, if you lift your arm up, can you lift your arm up all the way to the ceiling and, you know, moving and doing that movement over and over so that we can create that range and work on that range. Then we may use a massage ball into that area to reduce some of the fascia and the tightness in the tissue, which again may increase that range a little bit more. We can also add in things like PNF stretching or, you know, work against resistance and that will increase the range more too. So sometimes our strength work actually helps our mobility because when we switch on a muscle and we work against that resistance it can help the muscle to activate, relax and then increase the joint range. So we really can't have mobility without strength and vice versa. And I think it's, you know, really great to have you know, a little bit of a toolkit at home. Maybe it's a combination of exercises that you know work really well for you. And that may be, you know, doing a few different stretches and some, you know, exercises and then adding things in like massage balls or the foam roller, you know, or resistance bands, you know, things to help you get mobility, but in a really balanced approach for the joint, the muscle, the fascia, the tendons and the ligaments. So everything together. Now, when we're talking about building strength, that is really, you know, if we want to move from sitting to standing, we need to one, have the mobility in our knee and hip joints to be able to move from that position, but then we need the strength to actually do it. So mobility refers to joint range and strength refers to having the strength to be able to do the action. Now, if we don't have the range in our joints or the mobility in the first place to do that movement, then it doesn't matter how much strength we try to build. If we don't have that mobility, then we're still not going to be able to get that movement. So sometimes building the strength means we've got to work on that mobility. And a great sort of visual of this is moving down into a low squat position. So, you know, when we're kids and if you notice kids playing, they're usually, you know, bending down in a low squat position. They've got the heels connected to the floor and they have a really beautiful squat position because they haven't, you know, their movement patterns haven't been interrupted by sitting at the desk, you know, for years and years or, you know, having an an odd movement pattern because you only walk you know, a thousand steps a day, kids just move really naturally. Now, as we age, and depending on you know how much activity we do, if we have any injuries or trauma that occur, you know, how what type of jobs we have, the activities we're repeating over and over, all these things together and combined change our movement patterns and can affect our mobility and strength. So we've often seen you know the older person in there, maybe their 70s or their 80s, that really really struggle to get down to the floor because they've lost the mobility in their joints, but they've also lost the strength. So working on the two together is really important. And how do you know which one to work on first? Well, we always address the mobility and we might be doing the mobility with assistance. So, you know, moving into a squat, when we're in the Pilates studio, we can use, you know, the Cadillac bar to hold on to to start to increase our range and bring back that mobility. If you're at home, you may hold on to a wall or a chair and start to move into that movement. Again, starting to build that length. Then you may add in some massage ball and tissue release into the hips and the knees to again increase the mobility of the joint and then we repeat the exercise building strength and if we want to see quicker results then that's where we might add in weights and resistance bands and spring loads so that we can really start to build the strength. Hi everyone, I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know about the Joy Reclaim Summit. Now, this summit is totally free and kicks off on Monday the 2nd of October, so be sure to sign up now. This summit has 26 remarkable women presenting, including myself, on all areas including health and wellness, communication, perimenopause and menopause, financial uncertainties, sex life and libido, and so much more. So head on over to the show notes to sign up and grab your spot or head to the joyreclaimedsummit.com so you can see how when it comes to mobility and strength it really needs to be a layered approach and we need to tailor it around to the individual. So what do you need to work on? If you want to do, you know, a full squat again, are you bending down and feeling that you're really limited from your knees or your hips or is it your thoracic, you know, where does the mobility work need to begin with? And if you're not sure, Work with a trained professional. So, you know, ask your Pilates instructor if you do Pilates, you know, ask your PT or your osteopath or your myotherapist or someone that knows movement and can have a look and assess for you because this can be really helpful. Now, when it comes to strength work, something I will say for mobility and strength work is we all need to be doing it everyone needs to be doing some type of mobility work and some type of strength work. Now if you have the body type where you're hypermobile, which means you've got a greater joint range than the average person, then you're going to be focusing on your strength work because you already have mobility. Now that doesn't mean if you're hypermobile that you don't feel tight. you can definitely still feel tightness and that's where something like the massage ball can come in to help release flasher. But it does mean that the majority of the time, you want to be really focusing on building strength to support that extra range of movement you have in your joints. So, you know, you might find that you, if you're doing an hour workout, that you spend 50 minutes of that workout working through activities and exercises that are strength-based and only 10 minutes on, you know, doing gentle release work because your body really needs to focus on the strength. it's got. already got so much mobility that that's not a huge priority. So again, different for everybody, but strength work, we know as we age, our muscle mass decreases, our bone mass decreases. So we really need to be working even harder as we get older on our strength work, which may mean adding and working with heavier weights and building up to that or heavier resistance bands. It might mean adding in an extra session or doing, you know, a few exercises every day. I know a few of my clients, you know, they often complain, you know, they say, you know, in my 20s, I just kind of woke up and, You know, I went about my day and I didn't have to think about doing exercises to help, you know, stop pain coming through. I could just do what I wanted to do. And they're sort of, you know, saying how annoying it is now that they're in their 40s or 50s or 60s, even, and they have to have, you know, a few daily habits where they have to add in some stretches or release work or strength work. And I said to them, that's just part of, you know, the aging body, essentially. Our bodies change over time. We know it's harder to maintain our muscle mass and our bone mass as we get older. So it just means that we have to work a little bit harder on it. And even though it can be annoying, it can be simple. You know, if we just do five minutes each day, whether or not that's you know adding in some Scott work or holding some planks, you know whatever you need to work on for your body, or maybe it's some release work so you don't feel so tight, you know there's simple habits that we can add into our day and just build on them. And if we just do a couple of minutes a day, that's what helps prevent the injuries and the pain and the restrictions that tend to come through when we don't do anything for a period of time. And unfortunately, you know as our, as we age, our cellular rejuvenation you know, it doesn't function as well. And so therefore we do need to look after our bodies a little bit more. We need to take care of our health. We need to, you know, take care of our brain health, our mental health, our physical health, and just pay attention to what our body needs a little bit more. And it's not a bad thing, but it is something that we need to be aware of. Now, also when it comes to strength work, we talked about before, You know, there's different forms of it, but you can do your strength work at home, whether or not you want to work with some free weights, some kettlebells or resistance bands, you know, whatever suits you best, you know, doing some home workouts. And that's why I ultimately put together the Mind Movement Health membership was because I would have clients, you know, coming to the studio once a week, working with me, but then, you know, knowing that that's not enough, but wanting to do something at home and not knowing what to do, which is why I developed the membership so that, people could do, you know, home Pilates based workouts, but you know, we have strength workouts in workouts in there, you know, with hand weights. We have a bone strength workout. We have a posture workout. We have, you know, SIJ and lower back pain. We have lots specific to injuries as well because we don't want to be doing the same exercises over and over cuz our body is super smart. And if you do the same things over and over, your body adapts to that and then it doesn't work as hard because it's not as easy. So if we can change up our workouts, add in more resistance, you know, and more weights and on those days where we might not have as much energy, you know, or what we call a rest day, maybe you did your weight workout yesterday. So the next day you can focus on doing mobility work. That's why in the membership, you know, we have strength workouts, we have release workouts, so that there's a whole range of diversity to choose from. And then finally, you know, the last point I want to make is that, you know, that saying, move it or lose it, or, you know, use it or lose it. It is it is the case, you know, our movement and our strength decreases with age. So, you know, if our strength is decreasing and our muscle mass and our bone mass is dropping, then we're at a much higher risk of having a fall. Also developing, you know, osteopenia, osteoporosis, sarcopenia, which is loss of muscle mass. That will contribute to our metabolism dropping. And then, you know, illnesses can build from there. If we're not moving as much, then that can affect our mental health. So, you know, really focusing on moving the body Functionally, so that means you know, still trying to get down on the floor, squat down, you know, hang out the washing, bend, twist, pull, push. You know, there are functional movements we need to be adding in everyday life. When we start to avoid these movements, then that's when we start to lose the mobility and the strength to follow through and do them. So Don't try to make your life easier. You know, get up off the couch, go put that thing away. You know, even though you might not feel like it, go up the stairs, you know, add in these daily activities because ultimately you're going to be so much better off as you age if you're continuing to move. If you slow down, you know sit down for long periods of time, don't do those movements, then you are going to lose it. And it's much quicker than you think. Our muscle mass starts to drop within, you know, five to seven days of stopping movement. So, you know, even more important, if you're going in for any surgeries, you know, that you really build up that strength. You know, pre surgery and then post surgery, when you know you're told to do your rehab, you really need to do your rehab because you will lose your muscle mass very quickly. So, again, as always, you know, remember that there can be wear and tear and degeneration. So, over time, our bodies may not be able to go into that full range of movement that's okay. Work within the range that you've got, but also if you can, you know, work with a professional because sometimes we put limitations on ourselves on our movements. So we might say things like, oh no, I've got a bulge. I can't bend over. I can't do that action. It causes too much pain. Now that is not necessarily correlative. Even though you have a disbulge, that doesn't mean that you can't bend over. You may be drawing that conclusion, but with some movement retraining, you know, with Your Pilates instructor or your PT, you can do those movements again. It's just about building strength and building trust and learning about that pain cycle that, you know, the nervous system gets stimulated and we can break that pain cycle, but we need to do it gradually and slowly in a really trusted environment. So, you know, always remembering that a diagnosis isn't the end. There have been, you guys know, so many miracle stories of people that have been told that they can't walk again, and they do walk again. And that's obviously on the extreme side. But when it comes to just everyday life things, you know, even if you feel like there's things you can't do anymore because of things that have happened, do know that there's still is a chance that you can do them as long as you find that sort of right person to work with, you know, or start to just move gently focusing on that mobility and strength work. So when it comes to the, the question, you know, mobility or strength, which one do you need more? You really need both but the percentage of which one you need, it depends on your body. So I know with my background, you know, I'm 41, I've got a background in dance. I have really good mobility. So I'm focusing a lot more on my strength work, but I also know if I want to, you know, get down in the split still, which I can do, I have to do a little bit more work on my mobility and then it comes back. So depends on your goals okay depends on your body type depends on what you're really wanting to do functionally but finding that balance making sure you are doing a combination of both but as to how much of both you're doing it is very individual but without fail you know having that focus on both is super important for your overall health and movement so I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Uh, next week on the show, I will have a special guest on, so don't miss that. Otherwise, have a fantastic week, everybody, and I'll see you again next week on the Mind Movement Health podcast. Thanks for listening into to the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.